0: What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. yes, man.
1: The, the legend has made it. Robert Samuel's back in the house, brother. How you doing? Blessings.
2: How are you guys? Great to be here, man.
1: Yeah, man. Just in
0: time. Just in Rick, time, man. Love you, brother. Good to see you.
2: Good, yeah,
3: man. As always, my friend. You know, it's it's yeah. like, it's you know. I vaguely remember, like it was, it's been a week. You know, it's been a week, a long time, yeah. right? That's why, we, that's why we hang out here
1: i love it i love it what is going on that's right we are back again for another episode of versus the 46th episode that's right with your boy fat samurai guy kung fu santa himself oh wait hold on sporting the what is he sporting there what wearing the shirt that's right that's right fat samurai guy shirt representing the merch thank you for your support brother I love it. I love it. That's right.
3: Thank you for the support of me. there's at least <laughs> I could do. It's supposed to if we do another, if we do another Bobby versus Bobby episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But it's great having both of you here. Uh, uh, Bobby, what have you been up to this week? Crazy week oh, for you? Man. Busy?
2: Uh yeah. You know, I'm always busy, man. We're uh, still editing the um, blackout. What we shot in Tijuana. I think I showed you
1: a little piece of that. Oh, you know. I'm liking
2: what I'm seeing, too. You're there, liking that? Yeah, yeah, cool. No Appreciate spoilers. It. No spoilers.
1: <laughs> cool, cool. So, yeah. He's still working on that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Let's see who's here. Uh, Jake Hall in the house. That's right. What's going on, Jake?
0: Hey, hey man. What's up, Jake?
1: There you go. Representing Jake Hall in the, his house. And we definitely had a, a blast last week uh, putting Don't Give a Damn against... She shoots straight, uh, two fun, very entertaining action flicks. And it was cool to, to hear your behind-the-scenes stories of, uh, oh. don't give a damn, Bobby, I can't wait to hear what you have to say uh, about uh, Red Wolf, uh, a since whole, you were in the whole, film. A
2: whole, a whole nother adventure.
1: Yes, yes, we're going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, yeah, but for those of you that are new, that are watching, uh, this is how Versus works. That's right, we're going to talk about the first film, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And then we go to the next movie, same thing. And then at the end, we will vote. We could be biased about it. We could be critical about it. But we will vote uh, what we think is the better film of the two. There you go. <laughs> now, you know, I like that. I I like that. I like that. I'm going to start using that now. I'm like, it's not 45. Okay. yeah. It's we'll Yeah. You'll have,
3: we'll have to give me the, the copyright, though. That's copyright. Too.
0: Oh, damn it.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to vote which which is better. I'm going to vote which one I like the more. Yeah, right. that's, for any well, reason. You know, these two movies, you really can't, you know, better is not really a word you can use. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. And, uh, you know, hey, you got to represent because we got Rick here. That's right. Y'all know what you need to do. Get the, Get
4: the books. Get the book. Get
3: the book. Get the book. Yeah, there we go. That's
1: right. Films of Fury, baby. That's I right. It. That's right. You got to represent.
3: Well, selling after 10 years. I and. Mean, and the yeah. show and the movie's still the movie version, of the documentary is still on, and and our documentary is still on, Bobby. You know, uh, Iron Fist and Kung Fu Kicks, that's still I, on that's that
2: right, place. it's it's still doing good. I'm very pleased. Yeah,
3: you just can't get rid of
2: us.
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and jump, <laughs> just can't get rid of us. <laughs> We're just going to jump right into it now. Yeah, please. I risk. Oh, really funny. Yeah, what do you want to do first? It is there's no yeah, high particular risk. order. Yeah, let's do yeah. Do high risk. We do high I risk. Put
3: my high risk shirt on. Hold on.
1: Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'll talk about some. I'll talk about some fun things I noticed about both movies. So uh Samberg, I watched both of these movies back to back. I haven't watched these in a you know in, in, in a while. Yeah. And I noticed. I mean, they're both very similar, right? They have the what do you call the? Uh, what, what, what do you prefer the Die Hard Undersea genres call? What do you? What would you call it, Bobby? <sighs>
2: That
3: type that, uh, of genre. It's well. Go ahead, Bobby. I'll Then I'll do. I'll put in my two cents.
2: Well, yeah. they, they they use the term high octane back in the day. So, oh, okay. I don't know. Rick, yeah,
3: yeah. You know, in other words, it's really not what happened. Was you can't really call Under Siege and Die Hard the same genre because Under Siege is based on Die Hard. So Die Hard was the one that started it.
1: So what yeah. genres would you consider those type of movies?
3: Uh, di- oh, very very. Die Hard on a blank. Okay. Or Die Hard-esque movies. Okay, Die movies Hard-esque. Reviewed by Die the critics by saying, oh, it was Die Hard on a boat. It was Die Hard on a thing.
1: Gotcha, right. okay.
3: What I love about Red Wolf is a copy of Under Siege. Mm-hmm. And High Wolf is a copy of Die Hard. Right. But they're both die okay, hard esque. Okay, I like that. Is the grand, is the, is the papa of all of them.
1: Die hard esque, yes. Yeah. Uh, Tommy's asking, uh, are, they, are they trust our opinions? Ah. Are both movies worth watching? I, I say yes, but I have I some, yes I have too. some negatives.
2: What really, you, course say, you Rick? know, I, I would probably be biased in some senses. Okay. Well, <laughs> in some
3: sense, but how do you feel about high risk, Bobby? Um,
2: it was very formulaic for that time um it had a i wasn't used to seeing my brother billy in a, in a mullet uh, you know we'll, we'll
3: um, when we get into the movies i'll get into okay yeah. okay okay okay
1: yeah. but i noticed some fun things that both are diehard esque similarities mm-hmm. right both movies came out same year mm-hmm. both movies feature villains playing <laughs> playing um musical instruments to antagonize the heroes. Both movies did that. And both movies feature uh, the hero doing a flying, dropping, elbow drop on, <laughs> on one of the villains. And both movies have a lot of eye candy uh, in both films. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, there's some fun little similarities here. But let's go ahead and jump into 1995's High Risk uh, directed by Jing Wong. Wong Jing. Wong Jing! Wong Jing, yes. Yeah. Uh, starring the one and only uh, Jet Li, you have Jackie Chung in here, and uh, many others. Uh, Billy, that's our boy there, Billy Chow, yeah. and uh, Valerie Chow. I thought, you know, when I when I watched this movie again, I was like, she really has a great look and presence, but it didn't seem like she did a lot, uh, like a lot uh, after, after this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ching Miao is in this too. A lot of people, a lot of people that we know, uh, so I'll I'll read the plot synopsis and I'll give my thoughts and then we'll, we'll we'll go around the circle here. All right, so plot synopsis for those who have not seen the film. All right, so after failing to save his wife from the doctor, Kit Lee is working as a bodyguard and secret stunt double for the cowardly martial arts film star Frankie Lane. Frankie attends an exhibition of the crown jewels of Russia at a Hong Kong hotel. And when the doctor's gang Take over the building and attempt to steal them. Kit is the only thing standing in their way. Will Frankie regain his courage? Will the romance blossom between Kit and the, no, and the, <laughs> the nosy reporter? Who has the best Kung Fu? There you go. Question mark. So that's what it, they have given a uh, high risk in terms of plot synopsis. That's close enough. Um Definitely surprised, you know, hey, Hong Kong cinema, they don't hold back. There's no, hey, anybody can get it, man. Right in the beginning of the movie, a bus full of kids blows up with Jet Li's wife, the character's wife. I was like, hey, that's how it is, man. Hey, no one's safe. There's no safety net, you know what I'm saying? Uh, But I, you know, I haven't watched this in years. um, And I think I know why. It just wasn't really in my top ten like Jet Lee Li movies, even for the nineties, late nineties era jet. Uh I always I always thought it was fine. I I always thought it was a fine movie. Um, but re-watching it recently, I actually kind of enjoyed it a little bit more, just in terms of uh just fun B movie, uh you know, the aesthetic of that. Uh Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast, he said a long time ago when he was talking about high risk, he said that uh this is a great double feature movie. This is a great B movie, but double feature, right? <laughs> you have to have it with something else, you know, so I, I can kind of see that. But yeah, I mean, it's got everything uh, Samurai guy likes huge, gigantic body count, a lot of blood, a lot of explosions, stunts. Uh, the villain at times made me laugh uh, with a few things, you know, in terms of dialogue, uh, and Jet Li's always great, you know, doing his thing, shooting guns and stuff. It's entertaining. It's definitely entertaining, but there's one thing that just really kills it for me, and um, man, so let's <laughs> let me go into the negatives here. The one thing that really kills it for me, well, for some people, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say, but for some people, not everyone, there are some legitimate big fans of this film, but for some people it's it's the it's the character that a lot of people are calling the Jar Jar Binks of the
4: film. <inaudible>
1: Now, now I know uh Rick he's he's supposed to it's he's supposed to be the movie's kind of parodying, making fun of Jackie Chan I kind of felt like it made more fun of Bruce really than Jackie
3: it made so fun I was kind of confused of, well do you want me to run with it now?
1: yeah run go, nice. it. go ahead and then me. i'll I'll come back about the big pet peeve I had with it
3: now I get to do I get, I get to do my professor uh, uh seood uh, Santa, or Rick Yes, all of you all of you have completely missed the point of this movie. You completely okay. missed the point of both movies. The most important thing to keep in mind is these are Hong Kong movies made in 1995. Let me do an impersonation of a Hong Kong filmmaker in 1995. You know what they're waiting for. The axe to drop. Oh, what happens in two years? Take over. China takes over. There really isn't a good, a great kung fu movie after a Hong Kong kung fu movie after 1993. It's a good point. Everybody was running for the hills. Everybody was getting, making sure they had a, a you know, a dual passport. They were making mm-hmm. sure they had their houses in Vancouver. You know, they were. Ju- they were. Ju- I mean, my buddies at Ocean Shores Video, they were utterly panicking wow. uh, Jackson Hong the head of Ocean Shores videos was going I don't know what I'm gonna do he was afraid he was going to leave his house nobody knew what was going to happen okay so what what this movie had was the madman of Hong Kong cinema Wong Jing you know most I for years I've been asking the New York Asian Film Festival to honor Wong Jing because he's a crazy man. <laughs> he's hells a popping and, yeah. he and even today and he's still working that's right he's basically doing this to china virtually every day and, <laughs> nice. okay. and if, as soon as anybody in china sees him do that he goes did i do that i mm. said so, you know he's at it and basically he is he's the antidote to the chinese film bureau because anything the Chinese Film Bureau asks him to do, the Chinese Film Bureau asks other people to do things. They go, I don't want to do that. No, I want to be honorable. I want to be fine. They say to Wang Jing, do this. He went, sure, how many do you want? How many times do you want me to do it? Do you want me to do it four times? Do you want me to do it five times? I'll put in 16 alligators if you want. If you ask me for one alligator, I'll give you 80. He doesn't wow. care. Okay. He, he's having fun. So here, now, Bobby you might be able to give some credence to this rumor. The rumor was, or the story was, it wasn't even a rumor. It's a rumor when it's outside the film business, when it's inside the film business, it's a story. The story is that Wong Jing wanted to do Die Hard with Jackie Chan to get Jackie Chan to be in the movie. And when Jackie Chan wouldn't be in the movie, he said, all right. <laughs> you yeah. asked for it. And then he he would he disguised a little bit. It's not so much it's not that Jackie Chung and first of, that's Jackie Chung, who's one
2: of the four yeah, that's Chung Chun, Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: He's one of the he's one of the four uh canto. Four kings. Yeah. Kings. Right. He's a mate he's a major actor. I mean, mm-hmm. bullet in the head. Yeah. He, he's an award winning actor. He agrees to be in this and, and send up everything and play it crazy he's willing to do that but it's not so much him that you watch the moment that this movie changed for me is not when they reveal can you guess why i'm wearing this is this is my high risk shirt why am i wearing this shirt for high risk because in a, there's a moment in the movie where they reveal that Jackie did not do the stunt of jumping across the uh, street and high risk in landing on the fire escape. That was Stanley Tong who did that stunt. But up until then, of course, Jackie and everybody was saying he's still doing all the stunts. But he didn't in Rumble in the Bronx. And in this movie, they reveal that. They reveal that he didn't do the stunt and they show the Jackie Chan character going, Oh yeah, I did it. See? You know right. so you know he so that was the first exposure, but the big moment, the real mind-blowing moment for me in this movie. Is when they killed Jackie Chan's father. Yeah, the character. I mean, they have they have a Willie Chan clone in this movie, who's Jackie's flamboyant manager at the time, and they also had Jackie's father,
1: played and by Wu Ma. Right, Wu That's right.
3: Right. And then later, much later on, you know, I just sort of went, "Wow, they killed his dad." I wonder how Jackie feels about that. And then later on, I found out what the Background story of Jackie's father was, and I went, and I just oh I love Wong Jing, oh my God I love <laughs> Wong Jing, he is fearless, he is absolutely he is. talk about a guy who doesn't give a damn, right, right. <laughs> don't give a damn,
2: and he's, and he's had a long he's had a long career, a very yeah. long career.
3: Well, that's so why he's like I he's, he's dealing with the Chinese Film Bureau now. So he's he's,
1: he, he's like a rebel, is what you're saying. Yeah. Rick. He's, he's a, a rebel, rebel,
2: but he's
3: a secret rebel. He's a rebel who's who's pretending that he's a guy in yellow face. He's
0: ah, sort of
3: like a minstrel okay. show guy. But he's okay. actually going. You say, Wow. I'm gonna fight you, I'm not gonna fight you, because I can do whatever I want. Right. And you're gonna take it because you don't think I'm serious, you don't think I'm dangerous away gotcha, so gotcha. with mur- literally murder. He kills Jackie Chan's father, which is incredible because now it was revealed that Jackie Chan's father was not his father. He was someone who bought Jackie from his father and treated him like crap and was also a terrible criminal. Apparently a major triad guy. Oh, wow. Ran drugs, who ran people, who ran guns, who ran everything. And Jackie was going to be doing a documentary about finding his real father only to kill the documentary because he found out his real father was far worse. Wow. So, you know, so I completely understand why Jackie sides with China because he needs a a father. He's been looking for Hmm. a father figure all his life. And who's a bigger father figure than China? Right. So in any case, that explains Jackie. But that's why right. I love this movie, because it is staggered. The fact that two of the best, the best Kung Fu guy, to my mind, in in Hong Kong, Jet Li,
0: mm-hmm.
3: the, one of the best actors, one of the best singers, uh-huh. they're both in this movie. As the last, Chow Yun-fat was smart. His last movie was a, I think, was that also a Wong Jing movie, the uh, the last one he was in before it came, it came to America? Where it was, it was a. He did all of his genres in one movie. I'm trying to remember what. It was. I'll look it up while you're talking. If I have okay. let anybody else talk.
1: Okay. But, but these So guys, that was a shot. That was a shot at Jackie.
3: This their last gas. Okay. Jet did Hitman, and right. then left town. Then went to America. Yeah. Right. And after this. Uh, you know, uh, probably. I'll look okay.
1: at yeah.
3: But in any case, I absolutely love okay. this because it is so daring. It is so insane. Okay. It doesn't give a damn. All right, oh uh oh what? What what? The Kung Fu hey, Genius hey.
2: in oh. the house.
3: Ah. Yes.
2: What's up, see, brother? Sifu Richter. A
3: Getting a Getting <laughs> an AI, an AI of of Kung Fu Genius. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's my brother, Alex.
3: What's up, man? Good to see hey, you, brother. Up, brother.
2: You?
1: Yeah. He's my uh, uncle. Detective says peace, peace hotel. hotel.
3: Thank you, Detective Bat. It's You're peace absolutely hotel. Right. Peace Hotel, which was every genre that uh Chow Fat had ever been in, been in in one movie. That was his that was his farewell to Hong Kong film. But this was Jet and Jackie Chung's farewell until they came came well, yeah, until, yeah. poor poor Jet. Anyway, I'm thinking I one.
1: enjoyed uh Jackie Chung a lot in um not just Bullet, but uh a Chinese ghost story too. Oh yeah. I thought he was hilarious in that movie.
2: He's um, very talented. He's actually very a talented actor and I love his singing.
3: And a yeah. great player. All right. What did you All think right. of the movie, Bobby?
2: Um, I mean, actually, you know, I watched the movie back in the day, but I was actually um <laughs> I caught that years later because that was the time when I was actually in Hong Kong doing films, So that 95-94 time frame. So I didn't really watch a lot of films because I was actually working. Um, but when I did finally see this, I mean I th- I thought I thought it was it didn't really move the needle for me in in that many senses, you know, it was, uh, I I watched it enjoyably because a lot of the people that are in the film, you know, work with me. Um, uh, Calvin Wong, I loved him. You know, that's my brother. uh, God rest his soul. Um, You know, Billy, of course. Um, But Ben Lam, you know, I trained with him in Hong Kong. So it was just good seeing a lot of the, the, the familiar phrases that I was working with. But as far as like, Story, I just didn't think it was like it does it doesn't move the needle any action. You
3: have, you have to know was, what's uh, going on in the background,
2: yeah. Action action was interesting in spots. It's in Corey, it? It, you Corey know, was... but it's Corey. Yeah. Corey's always over the top, but you know, right. it's acceptable because that's his brand. Um, right. but right. For, for me, it, it's not like one of my favorite Corey films, like uh Jung Lamboy Bob um, I was actually on the set of that. That was um um for the English title was um uh, bodyguard from Beijing. Right. Um wow. yeah, Nai was shooting uh Momi Bei Don't Give a Damn with me. And he had to leave and go to set because he was actually fil- filming uh Jung at the same time. So I would actually go um the scene at the staircase where they have the he has the coat over his I'm standing right there on the side. Um nice. But what that was probably one of my my favorite films of his. But this one. I mean, it, it just didn't move the needle for me, honestly. Yeah. And that's not because my film is opposite it. It's just right. that, it's in that sense, yeah. you know. You're being honest. Yeah, you're yeah, being honest. I'm being honest.
1: But yeah, like you know, I, I enjoyed this little 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 smidgit of action right here with Jed. That was that was a nice fun little fight yeah but this is this is my big pet peeve of the film <laughs> 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 <me> <laughs>
4: fuck fuck no
1: do you guys know who the stunt double was for Jackie in that fight? I know he did some of his stuff, but you can tell some some of the complicated oh, he's, stuff.
3: He's it's not definitely yeah. double, yeah, but I don't yeah. know who it was. Yeah, so, he does everybody,
1: right? Yeah, it, probably, it might be. It, now, right. this, I, I know you're probably like, well, what's wrong with that? That all that stuff looked awesome, it looked cool, samurai guy. What do you, what, what's your problem? My problem is, well, I love the set, I love the background, the fire and the steps, it's it's it's, it's great. Finale one on one fight beat down. The problem is, why hire Jet Lee to just shoot guns in your movie? You could have hired anybody else (laughs) to to bring in, you could have got a child young fat to just shoot guns and to give Jet. And and as much as entertaining as it was seeing Jet Lee shoot guns, come on, man. You're gonna give give the Jar Jar Binks of the film (laughs) the best fight. In Jackie, the movie, I'm like it just did For me, it wasn't. Was it fun to watch? Yes, but I was just disappointed, man.
3: Jackie's the bigger star. I, okay, the bigger star. If you hire Robert De Niro and Stephen no. Chow, you're going to give Robert De Niro the final fight. <laughs> Again, the more you know about, Kong, you know, Hong Kong cinema, yeah, the more this movie makes not only sense but. <laughs> wonderful right. you know, fuck you sense right so. right right I got you
1: I got you but yeah I'm just I gotta be honest you know like I said I enjoyed the film more uh, a lot more than watching it years ago so I'll right. give the movie that and also you, it's just one, come on man you're gonna give Jet Li one fight that's just no, to well, me that's I'm just disappointing
3: that go look at his performance in the live action move on <laughs> he felt the same way on the set of this that he felt on that set which is i i could already i could see and already he had been damaged so much by this time mm, he, had, just okay. didn't, he was going to save himself for america okay not want to do anything that i mean he had broke yeah he broken he had never broken a bone before once upon a time in china and after that it was kind of like he was kind of like jackie after he broke his skull he was kind of like this really isn't worth that. Especially
1: gotcha, gotcha. Coming up. This is fun. This is hilarious from Gary here. He says the lady in charge of the Jackie Chan Canadian fan club fumed at me for mentioning Jet Lee because of high that's risk. Cool. <laughs> oh that man. Was, that's funny.
3: that wasn't playing Jackie. Jackie was playing Jackie.
1: <laughs> All righty. All right. So that is high risk. Let us go to Red Wolf. Uh, directed by the one and only Yuen wu uh starring, you know, Bobby Samuels. That's right. Kenny Ho, <laughs> Christy it. Chung, uh, Colin Chow, The Legend, uh, many others. Uh, quick plot synopsis for those who have not seen the film. A group of terrorists murder the captain of a cruise ship and take everyone hostage. Their plan is to steal the uranium being stored in the ship's safe it's up to the security officer and a pickpocketing cocktail waitress to stop them. Man, I had a blast re-watching this. I haven't seen... Like I said, I haven't seen this in years. Like, I have the old Hong Kong Legends DVD.
3: I mean, that's back in the day, okay? <laughs> <Well>, the <but laughs> was... CD from Hong Kong. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my god. Oh, my
1: <laughs> but I just i just i just had a blast watching it it was just it was just a fun it was just a fun fun movie and you know i just i love the intensity about it man
4: Uh 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 oh
1: right goddamn it our hero just doesn't jump through one window <laughs> he jumps through two
3: that's right um, easy, and also it's great to have a bulletproof desk that's right <laughs> Bulletproof desk, high caliber bulletproof desk. high caliber right. yes 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 I can and, put uh, behind this and no bullet can hit me
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right And as crazy and as uh, over-top high-risk could be at times, sometimes Red Wolf's like, well, hold on, wait, hold on, high-risk. Hold my beer. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. (laughs) So I have a theory about your fight, Bobby. But I want to yeah. let you tell the story. Yeah, I want to hear that story. Um, um, but this is just my theory and then, you know, when we get to you, you can you sure. can correct me and all that. Okay. But I I think Yuan Wu Ping was trying to be very creative with the the location and every single fight he was using the environment to be creative with the fight, you know. Like for example, you have this fight on the dock. <laughs>
4: uh
1: Ship were, was used, but I couldn't show it. <laughs> I couldn't show it. But, uh, example like here's the gym. That's another thing I really like. This is just my personal preference, but every fight I was like, yeah, every fight I enjoyed, you know, you know, high risk kind of gave me blue balls, man. You know, oh, let's see Jet Lee fight with a light. Let's see Jet Lee fight with a light. Yay, you know, and let's just see Jackie chung hamming up he's he's giving it his all you know but i'm just kind of like oh you know can we get can, can i get some satisfaction here but here we got the gym fight here
4: rot <laughs>
1: and a great just just badass man and a great action movie needs a great movie villain i think colin nails it in here man i think colin nails it as a villain and this is one of my favorite colin villainy moments this is one of my favorites (laughs) hilarious i love it
3: (laughs) hilarious
1: yeah it's i i don't know i just i just had a great time watching uh red wolf uh christy chung some people could say her character was the jar jar binks of the film but i'm not gonna call christy chung the jar jar Beaks of the movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh in comparison to Jackie, you know, you know, Christy Chung is Thor Ragnarok. Jackie Chung is Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, it was it was a it was a fun watch, but uh go ahead, Rick.
3: Oh, next, okay. my friend.
1: Good and bad well, and ugly.
3: Ironically, I feel the way about Red Wolf than you feel about High Risk. Oh, At okay. The time when I saw it and I saw it when it came out. I was just kind of like, you know, it's, I've seen a lot of you in Wu-Ping. I mean, it's because, again, of my background and all the stuff that I've seen. My favorite thing in the movie was Bobby. I want to have, I want to, that one stunt that Bobby does still blows my effing mind. Because it was a perfect stunt for me. Because when you watch it, it's just kind of like, all right, he's landing in the hot tub. But I said, look how close, how small that hot tub is.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I was just the fact to, to my to my mind, that was like Bobby jumping off a high tower and landing in a wine cup.
2: Yeah, it was very difficult. The time,
3: yeah. Very the rest, difficult. Yeah, the rest of the movie, I've, you know, I've I'm I'm sorry I didn't feel much about the leading man. I thought the leading man was kind of like, to me, he was kind of a George Lazenby of Hong Kong cinema. A little he did He wasn't three dimensional to me. He was just kind mm. of stand in. And you know, and also both movies took place indoors. For me, as a kung fu student, I can watch Jet Li even when he's off stage. You know, waiting for Jackie to finish because his energy is so incredible. In this movie, right. energy was all over the place. The movie in High Risk it was all over the place too. But High Risk was Die Hard, uh, um, Red World, Wolf, Under Siege. Right. And as such, they didn't do better than Under Siege did. Of course, High Risk didn't do better than Die Hard either. Right. But right. as I showed you, there was more I was involved with because I knew the backstory. Gotcha. Here it was just sort of there. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I didn't love it. and But you know Bobby Stump was just like, hey, <laughs> wow, I almost lost my friend.
1: I guess that is one of the negatives.
3: Any direction. We
2: we needed more Bobby.
3: Yeah, one. Any direction. (laughs) He would have been done. Go for it, Bobby.
2: So let me share a couple things. couple things. couple things. Uh, Number one, we would shoot 12, 13, 14, almost 16 hour days on Don't Give a Damn. Then Yin Wu Ping would have a crew ready to pick us up. We would go immediately right to his set and work another twelve. I mean, days beyond days, and wow. like we not only did we have to get to the location, we had to catch a a small boat out to the big luxury cruise liner that was in the middle of the river, but um, and we had to do that every night. And it was just that was probably one of the toughest films in Hong Kong that I had to do. Number Ooh. one, wow. Uh, the the, the everybody was tired. That's that's just it, because we work with Samo and then you get to work with Yin Wuping, you know? For me, the film at first I was a little upset about this film, and I'll tell you why, from my point of view. Um, I just did Don't Give a Damn. I did other Hong Kong films where I did pretty decent action. Um, but at first I thought that, like everybody else that I got into the film, Happy Heskey, because they were all part of the first Western stunt team, G-Squilo Seven. This is the film that launched all of us. All the Westerners were part of it that you see in this film. Um, but I saw Happy's fight scene, which was interesting. I saw the rest of them. Mike Miller had a scene. Everybody had had quality, but I felt as though that I didn't get a chance to do what I wanted to do. But then I, you know, Sam was like, he told me, he was like, well, he views you differently than the rest of them. He said, if you realize it, he said, he developed your character more than the rest of the characters in the film. Meaning you actually, when I when we were talking with Singh, you know, he called me Bobby, you know, he developed my character in that sense. Um, I got the solo to chase Kenny around, you know. Yeah. Um, now, the fight scene I did, although it looked very, like, gimmicky, that was a very, very, very difficult scene to shoot, simply behind the fact that the floor was soap and water, and I had on sliding Bruno Mali's shoes, and there was no grip, no nothing, and Kenny had, they, they, of course, Yimu Ping being the genius he is, they put bathroom bathroom mats, uh, tub mats on, his, on the bottom of his feet, so yeah. he had suction cups, So he could actually move around on the floor with no problem. But the rehearsals were brutal for me. If you notice when I run into the room, after we come out of the thing, he dumps the water on the ground. He points his finger and he tells me to come toward him. When I'm coming toward him, if you really pay attention to my head, my head cracked open on that step. That soon as I slid and hit down, you'll see the back of my head hit the the back of the step. Um, That was the first injury on there. Um, but of course, you know, Hong Kong style, you clean them up and, and you back out to work. Um, he get, I, I, he used to always ask me for cigarettes on set, you know, paying, he said, Paul be a cigarette, please cigarette. So I would give him a cigarette. Then he would play in my hair. He liked to play in my hair a lot too, you know? <laughs> um, and he was just a nice guy. And then he said that, um, he said, I want you to, uh, I want you to be different than everybody. He says, I don't, I don't want you to act like, 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 a he said, be like James Bond. So that's why you yeah. see me when I'm walking with the looking for Kenny. I do that sidewalk like a James Bond walk. You know, those are the cues he gave me for my character. Right. Um, but the fight scene itself, and like Rick said, that was so, so scary for me. But what happened was, and here's the, here's the truth, uh, the oldest young brother, Union Chor, he was on set. That's actually Yu Yan Choi's fist that hits my face and knocks me into there. But they had to put an apple box below the tub because it was just so small and confined. They needed to at least get me some leverage so that I could at least launch into the hot tub. But what was hard was getting my footing because the minute I would slip, the minute I went to go launch, I would slip. I mean, it was just it was just brutal at every turn for that scene. Uh, because of the elements that were put in place during the fight scene, um, like Rick said, that was very difficult. Because Yuen Chor said to me, he was like, "Look, I'm gonna help you." That's exactly how he said it. And like he's one, like one of the most famous stuntmen ever in Hong Kong. He said, "I'm gonna punch you in your face." He says, "I'm gonna hit you hard."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I was like, "Oh my god!" But you're in Hong <laughs> Kong. What you say? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So yeah.
2: he said eBay. Yah, he some on some. I mean, he just won't call blah. But I had to <laughs> think at the same time <clears throat> that although my face is hurting right now, I gotta make my move to right. land into that water without splitting my wig on the opposite side. Because I really could have, I could have landed where my nose would have hit it, and it would have through my Ooh. brain. I could have just yeah. bust my head on it. So right. I only wanted to do it one time. So. We just made sure all the logistics were correct because you were only getting one out of me on that on that stunt.
0: Right, right. I so well, I,
2: fear, I, I actually feared a second one
0: oof, wouldn't be yeah.
2: accurate. I could actually hurt myself yeah. pretty bad. So yeah,
1: copy that. So was my theory kind of right a little bit? You just wanted to be creative with every location and be different.
2: Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Yung, That's Yung what I got. Ping's, Yung-Ping's style is different than Samo's. That was that was one thing I enjoyed working with. Like like two premier A-list Hong Kong directors that just have just polar opposite styles with how they they, they shoot um, their stunt groups, Hong Gaban and, and Yin Mu Ping's clan um, yeah. totally different group of stuntmen totally different group of, of, of timing, but yeah. there was one constant between both um, Ngai Sing worked in both camps uh, Cho Wing, who got hit in the face with the um, with the dumbbell he worked in wu Ping's stunt team as well as uh, Hong Gambo's uh, stunt team. So <clears throat> right. I, I knew those guys and I knew the temperament because they were with Sammo. So that that helped a lot with the action as well, make, making me feel comfortable because they were they were familiar stunt guys to me.
1: Gotcha. Well, I have a little snippet of Bobby's fight. Uh, the, the really awesome stunt at the end. This is the only footage I could find, but the really awesome okay. stunt at the end. For some reason it goes it gets dark there's like a dark filter i'm like why it's like the best part but you guys get you you'll you'll see it and you'll get the gist of it but yeah let's let's take a little clip of uh let's take a look at this clip here phenomenal (laughs) how do you even like do the fight choreography and like without slipping and falling that must have been really difficult to do like i said
2: it was was just it was totally it was brutal it really was you know because you can't get your footing you cannot hmm. but you also have to there's there's punches coming there's kicks coming you know a couple of those groin shots were close yeah very close you know and i had to react plus get my footing if you see my legs spread apart i had to Use my internal leg cord to, to pull them back, be able to block when I it, it was difficult. It was a very difficult man. scene.
1: Well, you know, right. Bobby, when you when you're playing a villain, man, you're always ferocious and I love it. The fun- <laughs> you know you're just just visceral you don't want to fuck with that guy
2: <laughs> and, and again you know that, that was that was really a fun scene to shoot um but again uh, he he developed my character as you see it was, I had my solo, you know, as an actor, you want the screen time, you know, Right. So he gave me my, my screen time there. He gave me my screen time with the cat and mouse chase with Kenny throughout the place. And, yeah. you know, and when I sat back and thought about it, I said, okay, I understood, you know, my, my characters was a little bit more thought out in that respect, you know? So yeah. I was yeah. appreciative, yeah. very appreciative.
1: Were you on, were you there on set when Kenny fought Colin at the end for the main finale fight? Were you there? Oh, yeah. Yep, Man, Man, how long? Because that was very... You get your money's worth uh, with that. Yeah, that was, a,
2: that was a very oh. difficult scene. That That scene took about three days to film. Whew. That was a very difficult scene because there was so many elements involved with, with that scene. You know, we had to pyrotech the crew on standby. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of wire work that had to be done in there. Coordinate two different wire teams to, to make it work properly, the scene. Right. But again, you know, Wu Ping is like a, a genius... With how he's how he sets the scenes, and and really he doesn't talk he doesn't really talk much like explaining. He actually gets out there and shows you what he wants, so it makes it a lot easier for you to kind of interpret. Like you you see what he does, so you know that's exactly the way he wants you to do it. You know,
1: nice uh, nice. But yeah, let's take a quick uh, look at uh, some of the end finale fight here. This is just some of it. (laughs) you <laughs> Some of those, some of those falls, <laughs> man, it was brutal, man. Just landing on the head, yeah.
2: but yeah, I tell you, a nice thing is extremely talented. Like he can, his, his moves are just incredible.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's a legend. He's a legend. And All Kenny, right. You know, was there... and
2: Kenny was one of Jackie's uh, stunt guys. Right. He came from uh, Jackie's stunt team.
1: Right. Copy that. Well, before we vote, uh, let's talk about, uh, Well, you'll be doing the talking, Bobby. Thanks for sharing some of these behind-the-scenes exclusive photos here. We got a few here. Uh, Yeah, let's click on this, and uh, Bobby, let us know what's going on here.
2: Uh, That was right after the uh, fight scene between those two, and my scene was about to come up. Um, We were in the uh, gym on the cruise ship. Um, That was a a huge ship um, that we were on for this particular, but I'm not a big fan of ships, so... Filming on land is one thing, but filming yeah. on a boat is something completely different. Just the whole synergy. It's almost like you're you're floating around constantly right. for hours, you know. Then when you step on land and you have to go back to Samo's set, it's just a diff- your body feels differently. Now you're on solid ground, gravity. It's just it, it was yeah. it was unusual. Copy that. This was uh actually at the um the premiere of um of uh, Red Wolf.
1: Nice. Yeah, nice. there was
2: a lot of fans there and then Roy Fuller, he came out for the premiere. He played uh one of the terrorists as well. He was part of the Gwaldo 7. Copy that. Ah, yes, the lovely Elaine. Uh she always sang on set. We had fun this that this is the night where um we all kept falling asleep and she she decided to uh sing on set to um <laughs> keep us awake. Oh, wow. Um, and, we, and, we, and we had fun. We had fun that night. That was really fun. Now, Chrissy, that's my girl. She um, she spoke perfect English. So it was very easy for like her to communicate with everybody. I, I spoke uh, uh Cantonese, um, but she really didn't speak that well with Cantonese. So she spoke English and we we were able to communicate. So we all were the closest on set. Like I hung out with her all the time.
1: Nice. She, she also in Bodyguard from Beijing as well, right? Yeah, she was, that's correct. I like this shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's
2: when we were, uh, as you see, he's got the bath mats on his feet. We were actually rehearsing. I said, give me some some dry land so I can practice. I, can't, I couldn't get the moves just practicing out there. So I yeah. wanted to actually master the moves in here. As you see, my shirt's all out back. My pants are soaking wet right now. That's why they're hanging like that.
0: And right, Kenny right.
2: thought it was funny to come up behind me and pop me in my kidney.
0: <laughs>
2: uh that was uh the media came there one day for the Chinese newspaper. And uh that was a that was the that was the one shot that I got with uh, me, Yun Ping, and the guys to, on each side of us, those are the investors, those are the money guys, if you know what I mean.
0: Gotcha,
1: gotcha. But there he is, you with the legend. That's right, you and Wu Ping. Rick, we got to review True Legend or something. Like we got to. Oh yeah, we got re- to review that movie.
3: That that era of, of Hong Kong film is very interesting. So yeah, I would love to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like I, the movies, I'm the movies,
3: Vincent Zhao movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, we oh, could do yeah. A Vincent. Yeah, we could do yeah. a few all at once. I think that'd be fun. And and Bobby, you're always welcome, man. Oh, yeah. The second home, man. This is Zao.
2: Zao's, uh, yeah. he's, he's underrated.
3: Yeah. Yes. Thank you.
2: Very underrated. Oh, my God. Very I've been saying up. that forever.
3: He just refuses. That's why he ran into trouble with Donnie Yen because mm-hmm. he was cast to be opposite Donnie Yen, but he refused to diminish his kung fu. His stuff is always authentic. He will not, That's he will right. not put flourishes in mm-hmm. to please the director. It's going to be real kung fu when he does it.
2: hmm.
0: Yeah. And just I, how he I, kept
2: his presence, his presence on film is just, it stands out. It can actually compete with yeah. like Donnie. So, you know. I
3: always, I always use, when I want to differentiate between martial arts and kung fu, I say, watch Wu Dong. Watch Mr. Mm-hmm. Wu He only does kung fu. Everybody else does martial arts. Mm-hmm. He never makes a fist in that entire movie.
0: Yeah, he, he's getting ahead
3: to another verse. Is, Let's stay on this one.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we all are on the same page with that because I've been saying that forever, that he's yeah, underrated. Yeah. But yeah, now, you know, we, we just talked about both films, what we like and what we didn't like about it, but now it is time to vote oh. for any reason. You could be biased. You could be critical. Uh, it's all, it's for, all good. You want to be last? I'm always last.
3: All right. <laughs> well, I'll go first because I'm go ahead, Rick. one who votes for high risk.
1: All right. Rick's voting for High Risk. Copy that. Copy that. Uh, Bobby, High Risk?
2: <laughs> um, I would have to say for, for just in a filmic sense, they were both equal to me. Okay. All right.
1: Well, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. One or the other.
2: I would say Red Wolf.
1: All right. Red, all right, there we go. Red Wolf from Bobby. And, you know, like I said, I enjoyed High Risk a lot more after watching it so many years ago. But overall, I just felt like it was just more entertaining movie. I enjoyed the fights more. You know, I just it just it was, it was perfect. It gave me the amount of fights I wanted and it gave me the gunplay. So, I'm going for Red Wolf. <laughs>
3: Just for that drum clip alone. Just for the drum clip alone. <laughs> thank you, Ray. I thank, love you. It. thank you.
0: It's two you.
4: weeks in a row, yes. <laughs> thank you both
2: though. I really appreciate it. Well,
4: thank it. you, man.
3: Thank you. This yeah. is thank you. I love it when we do these things because I get to learn so much more about, you know, your experiences there and you being on the set and everything else. So that's awesome.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I get to learn not... from both of you.
2: I um <laughs> I was actually, you know, shooting three films at that same time. I was shooting uh, Don't Give a Damn. I'd leave there. I'd go here. Um, and then yeah. I got hired by uh, Chung King Ting, Alfred Chum, um, to star in a non-martial arts film. Um, it was My Mistress, My Wife, the Green Hat. Uh, first time they let an African-American have on-screen romance with an Asian female in, in, in Hong Kong cinema. So... I was happy to do that, to kind of like leave the action genre and actually do my, do my chance to do an actual real film in in Hong Kong as an African-American. So that was, that was an honor for me.
1: Wow. That's awesome. That's that's definitely awesome.
3: But, uh, go ahead, Rick. Yeah. Do you know what versus this next week? Are we starting the horror stuff? We're starting horror stuff.
1: Yeah. Horror is going to be starting next week. So we're probably going to have more of the horror crew, uh, with us on the stream. Uh, if if it, it depends on what movies we're doing. If it's something Rick's interested in, you know, Rick will be here.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, it's something I want to watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> by the way, Bobby, tomorrow we're doing the September uh, action film autopsy. So if yes. you ever want to be part of the action film autopsy, we do it once a month and go over all the action films of that month. And we're doing it tomorrow at – where are you now, Bobby? Are you in Philly?
2: Yes, I'm Philly.
3: Yeah. Uh, so we're doing at 7 p.m. our time, 4 p.m. Uh, Fats time. Okay. So if you run in on that. Let us know.
1: Sure. Oh, you want to sure. join us
3: tomorrow? Uh,
2: let me. Uh, I have to get back to you on it.
1: Okay. okay. No, worries. no worries. Rick, did you want to mention some of the movies we're
3: going to be talking about? Oh, right I haven't. Right. Ske-
1: I haven't scheduled it yet. So
3: yeah. Well, okay. We've got it. We've got a lot of. Uh, I was surprised how many things. I thought September was going to be a quiet. To be a. Quiet. movies
1: and shows
3: and shows. Yeah. We always do the action. So, oh yeah, we're doing, here we go. Andor beast, house of dragon, rings of power. She hulk Jurassic world dominion, Lou, the monsters, Pinocchio woman King, and my best friend's exorcism.
1: There you go guys. So
3: tomorrow night,
1: yes, that's tomorrow night, 4 p.m. Pacific time for where I'm at, (laughs) from where I'm at. Uh, come join us tomorrow. It's going to be fun. You know, you know, you, you know. You got to, you got to show up because you want to hear what Rick has to say. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious as usual.
3: On the basis of that list, as right now the tradition is I go apeshit on some film. <laughs> I just go ballistic on some film.
1: Please, please do. I, I can't wait.
3: Two tomorrow. Wow. But I'm, but I'm and I can't decide which one is worse. So,
1: wow! I, All right, now I I can't wait. Now I really can't wait. Now you guys okay. got to show up for Edward, sure.
3: Waiting right now.
1: <laughs> I forgot that's your <laughs> Rick hates that. <laughs> he hates that saying. Yep. All right. Well, this is a blast, uh, Bobby. Hey, maybe we'll see you tomorrow. I'll send the link to both of you. Yeah,
2: I just send once that, I schedule it. I you get, can get pop a in out, whenever I, I'm in.
1: Yeah, pop in whenever. It'd be great. Thanks. All you. right, guys, keep watching good movies. Represent yes. Hong Kong cinema, baby. Always. 80s and 90s the, the classics the that's life. right and if you're new here hey like share and subscribe the old samurai guy and we'll see you guys on the next versus and we might see you guys tomorrow uh but one more time for all you high-risk fans <laughs> guys. Yeah. See you good,
0: later. guys, take care guys